This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. AI and marketing is an intersection that you probably want to live at, even if you're not a marketer or a freelancer um, or anything like that. In the end, so many of us are responsible for doing some sort of marketing, and AI is an incredible tool that can help us all market better. That's one of the things that we're going to be talking about today on Everyday AI. This is your daily live stream podcast and the free daily newsletter. Don't forget about that. Uh, Helping everyday people like you and me not just learn what's going on in the world of AI, because you can do that anywhere, but how we can actually leverage it. That's what it's all about. Uh, Everyday AI, we bring on guests who are very knowledgeable in their fields, and they spill their secrets for you. Um, So we can all take those things and help grow our companies, uh, grow our careers. So uh, before we talk about that, let's first recap the AI news, something we do every single day. And again, if you're joining us for the first time, we do this Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, and put it out on the podcast and the newsletter shortly thereafter. But let's start off with this story. Strange one, but AI is coming to your mouth. It's, it's uh, so taste buds, your taste buds to be specific. So AI and Coca-Cola have kind of teamed up or Coca-Cola is using AI in uh, their recent collab with street rare, uh, street rare brand ambush. So uh, Coca-Cola, they use AI to help determine the flavor and packaging of this beverage. And they're selling this Coca-Cola Y3000 limited edition beverage. That's allegedly supposed to taste like the future, whatever that means. Uh, so yeah, more on that in the newsletter if you're interested. Uh, next, the U.S. Senate is trying to tackle AI regulation again. Uh, didn't go so well the first time around. Essentially, you know, big uh, tech companies signed a little uh, letter to self uh, self regulate themselves, but now a bipartisan group of U.S. senators have proposed a one page legislative framework for regulating AI. Uh, And also, uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is holding an AI Insight Forum where all 100 U.S. senators will hear from tech and AI leaders. So interesting to see what comes out of that. Hot take, I don't think any real legislation is going to be coming uh, to regulating generative AI. Uh, it's, I think right now it's way too important for the U.S. economy. So I don't really see any, uh, anything too uh, restrictive or prohibitive. Uh, last but not least. Will AI be able to predict crime? Uh, Well, maybe, and uh, a lot of companies don't like that. Uh, So a tech company called Voyager Lab, a recent report um, is showing kind of a ongoing feud between Voyager Lab, which is using uh, social media posts. It says that they can use their AI algorithm and social media posts to help predict uh, who may be committing crimes based on their social media activity. Uh, and there's currently a, uh, a new lawsuit between uh, Meta and Voyager Labs doing to, uh, and, and Voyager due to uh, what Meta is saying, improper scraping data. Wow, a lot going on. Um, and, and, and also, hey, before I bring on our guest for today, real quick, I just wanna mention, it's, it's a really cool, uh, I think, milestone here because uh, we're, we're hitting our 100th episode tomorrow. Uh, wild. Time time flies when uh, generative AI is coming uh, so, so quickly, right? It, it seems like we just started this yesterday. So I wanted to first thank you all for your support. 
uh, but also invite you. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, there will be a link, but invite you to the live stream tomorrow. We're going to be doing uh, a, hopefully a real fun recap of, of some of our favorite episodes, some of our favorite moments. I'm going to come in with hotter takes uh, than I've ever had before. Uh, and we're also going to be doing some some secret giveaways. So I hope you can tune in for that. But you tuned in today to talk about freelance marketing. So let's not delay it any longer because our guests, I'm very excited to have Mike Forgey, a freelance local marketing specialist, join the show. Mike, thank you so much for joining. I'm super stoked to be here. Uh, and, and, and also thank you that that was probably one of my most long winded intros ever, but luckily, uh, you, you know, Mike, you've, uh, you're in the comments all the time and he's always helping people, you know, as we're talking about things. So I, I love it when we can get people who are, you know, participating in the everyday AI community to come on the show. Um, so, so first Mike, just tell everyone a little bit about what, what does that mean? Like a, a local marketing specialist, like, so tell people kind of what it is you do and, and kind of how you're starting to use AI to, to uh, help do that. Sure. So uh, I've been a freelancer for well over a decade officially. I think that's when my LLC started was like a decade ago. Um, and I focused on mainly local businesses, uh, auto dealers, um, dentists, things like that, helping them with anything digital marketing. And as I went through the whole like social media marketing agency type stuff, I ended up just really focusing on the Google like algorithm search engines, which I like to call buyer intent marketing, where people say, I need this thing and you need to show up there as the business. So local ended up being really beneficial for me. National, I, I do national. I have a few national clients, that, but I really enjoy helping people who have a, like a local business whether it's service providers like landscapers, home builders, things like that, or if it's like retail or like dentists, places where uh, people go to. So I focus on those mainly. Um, and the goal is basically whenever someone says like, I need this, I want my clients to be the top ones that are you know, offering that service. No. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and one thing I'm going to go straight into hot take, um, hot take mode, Mike, we're going to take this in another, uh, in another direction, because speaking of local marketing, um, I think that's one of the few areas, uh, when it comes to, you know, search engine optimization or for local, uh, for even just business discovery, I think it's one area that's not going to change too much. Um, you, you know, because you have companies like, like Microsoft, and Google mo moving more into this generative or AI powered search. Uh, but I think local, uh, local marketing and local business uh, discovery isn't going to change very much as much as uh, other, uh, you know, product services. What's your take on that? And, and how do you see just the local marketing industry, you know, changing or not changing with generative AI? Um, one is that I've been told SEO is dead since I started <laughs> search engine optimization. As long as there's a little search bar somewhere, that's a search engine. So I'm not worried about it at all. It can go from, you know, YouTube, like to like any social media. So if you're just optimizing for any search engine, just how you tweak it for local, um, the local algorithm is usually a little bit behind or a lot of it behind the main core algorithm. So that's going to be pretty beneficial. It's usually the underdog. Uh, the people that are smaller and want to put in the work will win those. Because um, you want to get in that Google map and you have a physical entity, you're going to, or like an actual physical position, you're going to enter that. Uh, what I do find is like what happened with 
Facebook and Instagram advertising is I think a lot of people are going to enter it and try doing things without, mm. without really understanding the core principle of it, which is one of the reasons why like AI did take off. You could do things very easily. It's very easy to start putting things together, but without understanding the core of it, you're not going to know what to do next. And mm. that's where I think the specialists, people who are like, okay, maybe SEO is dead. It's like, okay, yeah, you say that because you're only putting in a little bit of effort. And then there's the guy that's going to go in uh, and be like, well, I know AI for SEO and I'm going to dominate. They start a very small, small agency and start dominating with it. So I think that's where it's going is just learning how to use it. Yeah. And learning how to use it seems like a, like a tall task, right? But, but, but that's what yeah. we're here for today. And uh, actually, thank, thank you for everyone else joining us. So, uh, you, you know, Cecilia with the comment, um, you know, joining from Chicago, grateful to be a part of the learning community. Uh, Blair, thank you for joining. She's saying, as a freelancer, very excited to hear this one. Audrey, former guest. Audrey, thanks for coming <laughs> on saying Mike is a super cool dude. Um, with, with also super great hair, by the way. If you're not joining us live, you know, Mike's got, <laughs> Mike's got some great hair. And, and as someone that would want long hair, um, you, you know, I'm, I'm a little jealous. Uh, Brian saying shop local, shop small is what drives local economies. Let's, let's even go there, um, Mike, because I'm, I'm very uh, interested in your take. Um, because I think sometimes the, the smallest of businesses um, might have found it difficult uh, you, you know, to compete, you know, if you're a small, you, you know, shop that is, you know, sells kind of like Etsy ask products, um, or, you know, there's so many small niche local businesses. And I think for, you know, a decade plus, it's been hard for them because it can be expensive. So could you just talk about how, you know, AI can kind of help level the playing field, not just for, you know, freelancers, uh, you know, marketing freelancers, but also for yeah. small businesses. Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free Prime Prompt Polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realized that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. Small businesses are absolutely awesome. I actually did a, a test with a real estate agent. Uh, Zillow, Trulia, all those are obviously the, they are the mecca, the people that you want to beat. Um, and our goal was to dominate a local area, but we chose something specific, which was homes for um, adult communities, 55 plus. Our goal was to be the best resource for that and then support it. Well, his budget's small. He's a single agent. I ended up ranking him with using his service pages, used AI to find out everything that Google liked on anything that was ranking number one. And I actually have a free training on all this for you guys. So it's going to be awesome. Um, he, so we did that. And then I supported it with blogs written by AI. Now, the difference is what I, I like to explain is these blogs, they are not going to be your 
you know, your memoir. These are made for information purposes. Mm -hmm. These are semantic related content, which means it's the content related to the subject that you're, you're talking about. Um, so, you know, if we're talking about 55 plus homes, it's what to do in a 55 plus community, what to expect, what to expect from an HOA. Now that seems generic, but HOAs can go to condos, can go to like townhouses, things like that. These specifically linked to these pages, all create an internal linking thing. And I did this all with AI and I'd say maybe at the most five prompts at wow. the most. So it's just, these things, once you learn how to use them, you can make that you could scale very quickly. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, Mike did mention some free stuff and Harold says free stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So, so make sure you, uh, you stick around to the end. Uh, Mike's going to tell you guys about that and then we're going to have it in the newsletter as well. So check the, uh, the show notes. If you're not signed up for the newsletter, make sure you go do that. Um, you, one thing I'm, I'm, uh, you know, Mike, you were kind of describing, uh, the, um, the approach and, you know, as a, I also have a, uh, you know, boutique digital strategy company and we've been doing, you know, SEO and advertising and all these things for clients for a long time. So talk a little bit about just some of those manual processes, uh, that are involved, uh, in marketing, um, and, and how, uh, generative AI tools are, are changing this. Uh, so, so yeah, just talk a little bit about just the sheer time savings, um, that using generative AI correctly can, can give to someone, you know, if they're in marketing, just period. Yeah, this is, uh. This is huge because as a freelancer, I've done the agency thing where I've scaled way bigger than what I've ever wanted to. And I was, and it, it just basically imploded on me. I don't like getting my time monopolized by things that like I'm sitting there all day at the computer. Um, I'm very much a, I'd say like the free spirit type. I like to roam around. Um, I like to visit my clients across the country. So like I like to road trip. So AI actually helped me monitor and implement things much faster. So for example, um, I have a client that, you know, they we talked about it. Um, I have a, a client that's smaller. They're on the small end, they're a smaller budget. And I'm able to help them by setting up AI to monitor and tweak their uh, Google ads as we're going. And this is just, um, it's just like a, a simple, I got to write a couple headlines and I actually use ChatGPT to tweak some of those headlines and customize them. Uh, then I just, you know, put them in, put them in my software. I'm like, all right, here's my budget. And then I get fed back that. Now I can take that and customize it. It helps me launch them very quickly. Um, whereas like Google ads, I don't know if anyone knows, it's like, sit there, set up a campaign, set up the budget, set up the time. And you still do that stuff. But the AI like ask the questions rather than being like, welcome to this form that you don't know how to do. And once you set it up once, it kind of, everything's already connected. Um, so that cut time very quickly. So where I would spend, you know, if I want to spend a few hours on a client, that time is my is money. But with these people, it's like, hey, I could I could help you because AI is going to feed me back this stuff. So I know mm -hmm. it's a little long winded. I hope it answered the question there. It just cuts my time. But <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and with that, you know, Mike, I'm, I'm curious because I've heard this from uh, a lot of different people, actually, that, um, you know, marketing or, you know, especially as, as, as a freelancer, as a small business owner, but I think marketing in general can, um, it can be a lot, right. Um, and, and it can, it can wear on you, uh, because you have, you know, new, new tasks and new responsibilities, um, as the industry innovates and changes. 
Um, how would you say AI has, has changed your uh, approach or attitude? Uh, because I've heard from other people that it's, uh, AI has completely kind of reinvigorated um, how they approach marketing. Um, what's, what, what's your take on that? And how has AI changed your, your attitude um, or your, um, just, just, just kind of how you look at marketing? I definitely sparked it up in me again. Um, doing, you know, doing ads and SEO, when you write, as many blogs and service pages and meta titles and descriptions. At one point I was doing meta titles and descriptions for 70 page websites by hand and then writing about, I think like upwards of 50 blogs in a week and just burning out. That's why I ended up becoming a freelancer. I couldn't do that at an agency anymore. I was like, all right, cool. Like I could scale down. I could do like whatever, like, write a good blog. And then, you know, after a while you get tired of writing about the same thing and you're, you're, you get it like anything else. When you know what you know, you start focusing on what you know. If you know about, you know, it's a home builder, you're going to keep writing about like custom construction and new flooring and stuff like that. But now I can ask AI like, Hey man, like give me more ideas. <laughs> and they're like, what are people actually looking for? Which, you know, the research as a freelancer or as, as you're doing this as one a one person army, your research, tweak, put your spin on it. That's how you become unique. And that's how you make a client unique is I've researched this. I put our spin on it. And now we're a unique company with a unique view. I can actually put that into AI and be like, this is who we are. Help me create some more content on it. So I yeah. don't have to, it's almost like talking to someone being like, let's brainstorm, but you're giving me everything that I need. Almost the end product. Like, 85% of the end product because we're just chatting. <laughs> yeah. And, and Mike, you brought up such an important point there. Um, but I think there's a, a very, uh, a very um, commonly mistaken uh, school of thought out there when it comes to tools like chat GPT uh, you, you know, people think, you know, you can copy and paste something and you're going to get gold yeah. on the other side, but you just brought up a great tip. Uh, you are talking, you know, with uh, presumably, I think you were talking about ChatGPT there, but you're talking to ChatGPT like a person, which I think is what smart marketers do. Uh, talk talk a little bit about your process using just ChatGPT, because I think there's also, um, you, you know, another another comment here. You know, Brian's asking even what plugins you use, but just talk about how you use ChatGPT um, and, and maybe uh, some of your um, kind of secrets that you've learned, uh, over time that you can share with others. Um, I love AI PRM only because it'll spit out something generic and then I take it from there. So I don't need, I'm very, which it's a, I'd say it's a, a benefit and also like a burden is I'm very independent. I've always been like that. Um, I like to, take something someone gives me and change it. So like I've used the paid version of chat GPT and I use the free version, depending on what I want to do. Like I will go to the free version and be like, AI PRM spit me out. Um, like, you know, I'll use the Google ads, uh, headlines and descriptions. Like I did that this morning and I was like, now give me other basically variations of what I'm already saying. And that just pushes everything out. The other one I do use Claude as well. Um, it's gotten really good at creating small blog posts. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing is like I ask for semantic related content and then I go, all right, so can you create me 
like, so the smaller version, rather than like getting you guys into like my whole process, I'll be like, give me 10 semantically related blog post topics for X, Y, Z. And then it'll give me all of them. And I'll be like, I like these ones, write me a blog post. And if it's really good, I'll just be like, write me a blog post for you know, number one, or I'll go write me a blog post and I'll take what they gave me and elaborate to get what I want. So it's almost like if you were an SEO specialist, I would be like, you know, Jordan, what are like good semantic related topics? And you'd be like, Mike, like this, 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 and this. And I'd be like, dude, like, I like that one. Can you, can you give me like a draft on that? And you're like, yeah. So rather than being that informal, but that's basically what you're doing. You're like, can you give me a draft on that? Not like, can you give me the best polished version of something that's ever going to be ever perfect? And it's like, hey, man, give me that. And then I'll work on it. And you just have to expect that. Like, it just wants to help you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like Audrey just said, it's, it's a hybrid model. You know, I think the best uh, relationship with generative AI is a lot of human input on the front end and a lot of back and forth, right? Uh, yeah. We have a lot of a lot of questions about plugins. So before before we transition, because I want to get into other things, Maybrit asking some of your favorite plugins. I think you know Brian was mentioning plugins. What what plugins are you are you using consistently uh, in ChatGPT and and uh, maybe that marketers or small business owners uh, could also take advantage of? I'm not using any man. Oh. I honestly, I'm waiting for your PPP course. Um, I started using them and then I started breaking things. Like I was like, wait, now I have to choose three. And I started this and I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it like in a focused effort. And I look at this as like a minimal viable product. Mm -hmm. Um, my minimal viable product. And it's, it's because I don't need full AI to do everything for me. I, like I said, I like to touch. I like to feel everything as the freelancer. Um, I'm a little different where I'm not like, focusing on a team. So when I talk to a client, I have to be in the know of everything. So like AI, it's like, I could easily like start doing these plugins and then outsource it and do stuff like that. And that's the slippery slope that I see myself leading into. Um, the ones I was most interested in are um, anything that connects to the internet right now. Cause it's like when you're, when you're in like the free version, you're sitting there and you're like, uh-huh. Oh my God. Like now I gotta like figure this out. But I also found that, one thing that benefited was rather than having it scrape something, I like to choose what I wanted to scrape and then put it in there mm. almost like getting a little more custom. So I'm a little bit of a niche right now of doing that. I know I, I know I am going to be investing a lot of time into plugins, but again, like one person, I'm not going to go and be like, Oh, let me, I tried it. I, uh, I'm not going to curse. No, I, no, that makes uh, sense. And, uh, blanked the, uh, the adding into the plugins. And I was like, I'm going to mess this up. And then I, I joined your free course and then I saw the PPP and I was like, when I have time to dedicate all this time to Jordan, I'm going there into go. that. There we go. I promise y'all I didn't, I didn't pay, uh, pay Mike to promote the course, but since he brought it up, no. just, uh, type, type PPP in the comments, or, you know, if you're listening on the podcast, there's always an email, my LinkedIn, just, uh, you know, just send, send me a message. I'll send you info to the free prime prompt and polish course so um, that's a big part of freelancing by the way is find someone that already knows what they're doing mm -hmm. and learn from them rather than being like like i am a hard-headed i need to learn this but over the years i'm like i don't need to be the guy from the ground up yep. i need to like learn from someone like jordan and then if anyone ever asks me like how do you know all this stuff it's like learn from a specialist because that's what i do i find people who are good at what they do and then i 
I help out. <laughs> that's 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 a smart it's a smart approach to everything, right? Um, uh, is 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 finding finding someone smarter than you in every aspect and bringing yeah. them in because then that makes that elevates you know your own knowledge or your you know your companies um, as well. So a lot even more questions. So uh, Joe is asking Joe, thanks for joining the show. Uh, Joe's asking, what other uh, AI uh, software do you use? I saw this one. I'm like, let me save this for the end because I yeah. know that that uh, you know Mike has a lot of good resources, a lot of different uh, generative AI tools that that he's using. So uh, maybe highlight you know two or three of your favorites, Mike. All right. So we've talked about this one. Uh, I think in like last classes, some people don't like it. I love it. Is Phrase, but I use it for specific reasons, which is um, Phrase will you want to rank a service page? You type in your keyword, it goes and finds all the top results, all the headlines. So the headlines are the, the thing that Google's searching for. And uh, basically it's going like, hey, H1, H2, H3, those are big, the big headlines. And you can take all of your competitors' headlines, the, the ones that Google's like, these are the best ones. This is how I want you to structure your page. You could take all of those. And then you can <laughs> you can ask it to create prompts for writing. So if you have a writer, you can do that. Or you can have the AI create you a draft based on all those headlines. What took me hours and hours and hours and hours of research takes me like click, let it do its thing and then walk away and then like find the next one, click, let it do its thing and then walk away and go, oh, cool. Look, I have this draft. I can hack this up. Sorry, my computer's moving. My dog has now decided to just like run into the... uh the desk so hey we like we like four-legged friends on the show phrase is definitely one um i love chat gpt and i, I said ai prm i think we, that's a, a very good one it's a free resource i believe they have like a the paid version but you can use the free stuff um then hey stop it um then it's uh i like claude i like messing with claude i think it's a new one and uh not a new one it's like an underdog in what's out there um i stopped liking a lot of the ai writers mainly because I was getting a lot of the same content and human. I know that there's the, the human like content is it's a Audrey and I actually, Audrey, I hope your flight didn't get canceled. I hope that you're, you're here because you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're lucky enough to be here, but um, there's a, we did one on the human like content and AI readership. Now I do Google does not care if you use AI as long as it's high quality content. They care about quality. And I want this like this is something for all small business owners, things that you can understand. Google's not in the business of advertising. Google is in the information business, which is give the best information. That's how you beat places like Zillow. You are the best resource for all of the information for that niche. That's a huge thing. And AI will help you get all of that information if you just ask. So phrase, Claude, um, I will admittedly say I use AI for connections and requests because I want to touch base. So I will touch base with a lot of my um, connections in different social media, just because I don't have the time. Mm -hmm. like, I don't wanna hire a marketing specialist. I wanna have someone just go, hey, how are you? What are you up to? Boom. And then if you answer back, we start a conversation. If not, it's like, hey, I know that's a good, someone that's not really active on social media, that's fine. I don't think there's any problem with that. I think if it's authentic and you're like, I want you to be connecting with my audience, when they connect back with you and you connect, that's huge. So I, I've used uh, Closely. I don't know if you've used that. That one's for LinkedIn. Um, usually it's just a, hey, how are you? Or if I have a, a, an article I'm writing, 
like I need some special, um, like unique information, something like, Hey, I'm writing an article on this. I actually just did one on uh, yacht problems, which is like basically a joke. Like I asked them like, Hey, what's problems that yacht owners have? Because, you know, we all focus on our problems and things like that. These people have problems. You can solve them and make money. They have more money than you. They have money to want those problems to be solved. What's their problems? And that's how to kind of think of like, Hey, I want a side business. Maybe it's something like that. Um, that's a big one, man. I can't even think, Oh, Otter. I just downloaded Otter, uh, Otter AI, which is, I highly suggest everyone records their first meeting with a client or first meet first in, introduction meeting. And, uh, when you start talking business, because they are going to say, Oh, you promised this. And you could be like, bam, <laughs> in my my recording it says in this transcript i did not say that i was going to get you like <laughs> 10 leads in 10 days you know it's like i said this here's the recording of it good one yeah huge yeah um, and and um sorry i've i've been distracted mike because i've just been thinking about yacht problems you know i'm like oh i want i want yacht it was, problems <laughs> it was really fun to write um i'm i guess a lot of freelancers are, are, we look at ourselves like, I could always be better. I could always mm -hmm. be better. And I'm like, man, like, man, I could be better. Uh, how do, how do I figure this out? I was like, well, these people have yachts. Like, why don't I just ask them? Like, who, what are they going to say? No, like, I don't, I, you just get over that. And that was one of them. I was like, I'm going to ask yacht brokers, all things like that. Like, Hey, what's, what's wrong with it? Like yeah. what, what problems do they have? And then if you had someone like me just going, Hey man, like you said, your biggest thing is finding, you know, slips in Florida, finding slips all on the East coast. Well, what if I mapped out and what if I found a way to use chat GPT, like, you know, this would be a business, find out how to get a map of every slip and put down the East coast and then find out how to tap into what ones are open. Then you have always open slips. And that could be alwaysopenslips.com. But that's like, a, that's what I like to look at. And that's how I try to think and, and pivot. Like, how do you use AI for that? It's like, oh, what are pro I could ask AI, what's the main problems, but you might actually be pulling my blog post now. Which would be cool. Yeah. yeah I love Excited. it. And, and, you know, Mike, there are so many problems you can solve with AI tools. There's, there's so many, um, different softwares and, and, and I feel it can be a little overwhelming, um, a little overwhelming at times, right? Like even, yeah. uh, what, what Blair just said that there are so many AI tools, it's hard to know which ones will be best, but you actually put together, uh, something, uh, to help everyone out there kind of, uh, help, help make sense of everything that's going on a little offer that, that, that you put together. Hey, someone said they like free, but, uh, why, yeah. don't, why don't you just shout that out? We, we, we appreciate you putting it together, but just go ahead and let people know. And, and we'll share more about it in the newsletter. Yeah. So I do, um, a lot of consulting for other like, first business owners, but other marketers, I do a lot of consulting. I also, as a freelancer, I'm also a white labeler. So you'll see me in other people's agencies. Um, when I consult for anyone, I am always suggesting tools. So I started putting them in Excel sheets. So it's like, hey, you need this? I click and I go over. So for everyone here, I put together um, a free guide of, I said 19-ish tools uh, for <laughs> SEO to optimize your website. Uh, some of these are also 
beyond if you're not into SEO, like uh, Blair's a copywriter, I believe. Um, these are how to make those service pages. And as a bonus in there, I have a video of how to use these tools to write the service pages, then write the supporting blogs, things like that on the minimal viable product, like what I talked about before. So um, usually it's like uh, paid for like the full full PDF, but I created a coupon code that's thank you, Jordan, just all one word. It's good. We're gonna, we'll put it in the newsletter so that we're not like spamming, doing stuff like that. It's thank you, Jordan. You get access to like 19 tools and it literally says to do this, use this tool to do this. So technically, if any of you guys wanted to get into SEO with AI, you could start an agency like tomorrow doing SEO with AI and be like, well, I've optimized your on-page, off-page, started link building, doing all this. Boom. You could do just rinse and repeat over and over again. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Mike. Like, like I'm going to say that. The code is thank you, Jordan. I'm going to say thank you, Mike. Uh, for putting that together, because as as someone that's been, you know, in different marketing and communications field for 20 years, Mike sent me the list and I'm like, yep, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. So uh, make sure to check that out. Go and if you haven't already, please go to youreverydayai.com. Sign up for that newsletter so you can get access to that. Uh, Mike, we we covered literally so much of, of everything using generative AI, how marketing is changing some of your favorite, uh, you know, tips and, um, you know, tools that you use. Any one last piece uh, of advice as, as we wrap up this uh, amazing episode on AI and marketing? Is that my favorite? <laughs> I've been saying this for like ever. Just, you're not going to break the internet and you're not going to break AI. Play with it as much as possible. Just like go in there, mess it up. Like I said, I tried the prompts. I, I was like, I got, uh, not the prompts, the plugins. I got too overwhelmed. It was also when I was like trying to do a hundred different things. I was really into like learning all AI, like break it and then back mm -hmm. off. And if the worst case scenario costs you a couple of bucks, like to, to invest in something, I mean, you're investing in yourself. You're not like buying something you don't need. It's something that's going to help you learn. So get in there, break it and use people like, like Jordan, use anyone that's like a makeshift mentor, follow these people. They know more than you admit it. Like I said, the PPP course, I'll shout it out because you, you're doing something awesome. It's free. It's awesome. Do it. Do I put the time to the side and don't, don't be shy to talk to random people. No one's like, I'm, no one's that mean. Let's put it that way. And if they are, then don't talk to them. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Again, such, such great advice is just tapping into uh, the, the knowledge of others. So, hey, even as a reminder of that, tomorrow is our 100th episode. I hope 99. you all can join. Yeah, I hope you all can join. It's going to be fun. May Britt saying 100 episodes, such a milestone. Uh, Monica saying congrats. Um, so I hope you all can join tomorrow for an 100th episode. We're going to be highlighting, like what Mike said, we're going to be highlighting some of my favorite episodes, some very smart people that gave some great advice. So if you don't have, you know, 50 hours to go back and listen to 100 episodes, uh, tune in tomorrow. We're going to go over some of the highlights. Uh, Mike, again, thank you for joining. And we hope to see everyone back tomorrow and every day on Everyday AI. Thanks, y'all. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.